and welcome back. Um, today's topic is going to be um, 20 life lessons. So basically, I wanted to do this episode um, today because in a couple of days, I'm going to be 20. It's going to be my 20th birthday. And I thought I would share um, just 20 life lessons that I've learned 20 things I've learned and more. Obviously, I learned a lot of things um, in the past year. And I thought I would share them with um, those that are listening in today's episode. And yeah, so I will begin right away. And uh, that is the reason why I wanted to make this episode today um, on the 17th. Uh, April 17th because my birthday is um, the 27th so it's in a couple of days and I thought I would share just things I've learned in my 20 years of being on this earth of my 20 years of living and yeah so let's do this okay so the first thing that I've learned is to do what you need to do now and you won't regret later. So I learned that it's so important to do what you need to do in the present moment. Because if you don't, things are going to be a lot harder in the future. You know, you'll regret later. But that, that's what I wrote in my notes, like regret later. But what I simply mean is that always do what you need to do in the present moment like what's needed of you you know really it's it's so important because if you don't obviously you'll regret you'll feel guilty but also it's going to be much harder in the future because you didn't do what you needed to do obviously life is hard it will be harder in the future like everything is going to be you know it's going to be it won't be you know harder but I think no matter if you do it now or you do it later, obviously it's going to be like life is hard. But I simply feel like if you don't do what you need to do, then later you're going to have to do it. And maybe later you won't be, um, you know, obviously you'll, you'll be older. You won't be in the same, uh, you won't have the same mindset. You won't have the same lifestyle. And maybe you won't be like, maybe you'll have, you know, other responsibilities and you won't want to do the things that you didn't do when you need to do them i hope that makes sense basically when you needed to do those things you didn't so now you're you know 30 or you're 40 or whatever how old you are like much older and you have to do things that that you should have done earlier in your life because now you're not the same person you don't have the same lifestyle the same mindset or even you don't want to do it now like you know you don't want to do it and um, you have other responsibilities. Because I feel like when you're younger, you really have nothing to lose. Because, okay, you make a mistake, you can always start over. Obviously, you know, I'm not saying that when you're older, that, that you cannot make mistakes, whatever it happens to everyone. But I feel like when you're younger, you're still in that stage of like, okay, I'm learning. Um, I'm learning, I'm screwing up now so that in the future, I won't screw up. You know, I won't make the same mistake over and over again, even though some people definitely do. Yeah, 
including myself i do sometimes make the same mistake multiple times but you know i learn we all learn to be honest i think that's that's the first thing i've learned uh in my 20 years of being you know on this earth i've learned it's so important to really just do what you need to do be responsible because after you won't want to do it you know in the future or in a couple of years or in a month in a week you won't want to do what you needed to do because like you moved on you know so that's really what i've learned uh that's why when i don't want to do something i really you know like everyone else we force ourselves to do it because we know that our future self will thank us we know that it's important and we know that it's just good for us it's necessary So yeah, as I was saying, um, you like won't want to do what you need to do. Um, anyways, you guys get it. Anyways, that that was my you know my first point, the first thing I've learned, and I think it's so important to when you don't want to do something. Oh, actually, I was gonna say it's necessary. You know, obviously, as we all know, it's necessary to do things that you don't want to do. You don't really have a choice. It's just part of life, and that's it. That's all. So now I'm going to move on to the second thing I've learned. So the next thing I've learned is to trust the universe, to trust God, to trust whoever you believe in, whoever, if you're, I don't know, whatever religion you follow, you believe, trust, you know, trust the unknown, trust the the creator of this earth. That's what I personally learned that in my hardest uh, moments, my hardest, the hardest times, of my life um i had to like tell myself you know be patient um trust god like god is with you whatever the universe is with you you have to trust that the universe and god will do what is needed will do what what they need to do you know what they i'm gonna call them day because i don't know but what the universe needs to do so i feel like i think trusting that things will come into place and trusting that people that are meant to be in your life will be in your life people that aren't won't you know be in your life um and you really never know what's gonna happen and you never know what's good for you um and what you need and what you want in that moment might not always be what you need and i think obviously god gives us you know the universe gives us what we what we need and not always what we want or what we expected and sometimes that's why i always mention on uh, the naomi show i always mention you know don't make too many plans don't make you know a plan a a plan b a plan c like don't obviously you should have plans and goals but i'm not saying to make too many plans because most of the time the universe will give you something completely different than your plan a or plan b or plan c so of course you know make plans but don't plan too much that's another thing i also learned is to don't over plan or don't plan too much but still plan plan but don't plan too much you know don't plan you know to the extreme to the point where you're like okay okay so i have plan a plan c plan b no i don't think it's necessary to plan so much and i used to be that person that would plan like over plan and then i would be discouraged when that plan didn't work 
um, or when like the plan was completely you know screwed up because that's just part of life like sometimes the plans really don't work and it is hard especially when you're someone you know like me that you over plan and then it doesn't work you're like oh but it just you know i had this plan and it didn't doesn't work and i had those expectations and i had you know this my safe place and i think that people maybe that over plan well in my opinion um for me i think personally for me over planning was sort of like a sort of like a safe blanket because i was like okay i'm gonna plan and whatever and i know already like i already planned what's gonna happen and the expectations and what should happen what should not happen and that's why i made many plans and i think that at the end of the day it just makes a person more stressed i find like that's why now i plan but i really tell myself to not over plan because after when your plan doesn't work or your expectations are not meant then after it won't um you won't be as discouraged obviously you'll be disappointed but at least not as much as if you had you know put in your whole energy into over planning so yeah don't over plan and trust the universe trust god whoever you believe in trust that person because you know they are planning the next move for you so you just have to keep doing what you're doing and then it will come you know i don't know when in how many years and how many months how many weeks but things will happen and i think that's definitely something that we need to understand and i think also being being very patient and telling yourself okay look like I'm not going to just sit around and wait until, you know, the universe gives me something. I'm going to try to work with what I have and try to I would say just do my best with what I have, you know, in front of me, what's going on now. Cuz I feel like sometimes we forget that, you know, I read somewhere that we sometimes forget that our now used to be our next. So basically, it's like our now. I don't know where I read this. I think maybe it was a quote because I love quotes as you all know. Um let me see. Oh, there you go. Um So often we forget that now used to be our used to be next. Like what you what you're going through now used to be like your next and it actually happened. So sometimes we forget that where we are is actually where we want it to be you know so it's it's like what you were wishing for so i um for example me for me personally i um you know remember i think last year the year before i told myself okay so i need to i need to get a job i need to make money i was like i, I need to do this it's going to be the year i need to do this going to be the, you know i always tried so hard when it came to that you know finding a job it's not easy especially when you don't have the you know the the diplomas all that you know all the papers you need um experience as well when it comes to you know the job world um i remember that i told myself like, i'm going to get a job but i need to do this first and na na and in this present moment i have a job you know what i mean so i think it's just it's just like the now my dream used to be the next and now it's it actually happened so i feel like sometimes 
the universe or God is just waiting for the right timing to bring this this wish you have or this goal you have um, in your life, you know, in the present moment. Um, sorry, in, in your like your life moment. And I feel like sometimes it's just not the right time. And I feel like maybe last year and the year before, it was just not my time. It was not just not the right timing. Um, so I feel like sometimes it's just important to be patient and tell yourself, okay, like focus on what you have now. Focus on what you can do now. Um, and things will come. You know, what's meant for you will always find you. And I think that is the quote that I always read everywhere, like on Instagram, whatever, Pinterest. Um... I always read that quote like what's meant for you will find you what's meant for you will come to you and i think that's just so true and i always mention this on the naomi show like you know be patient what will come you know what is meant for you will come to you just maybe not now maybe just not not next week maybe not in a year in a month maybe you know in 20 years you, you don't know maybe it's just not your right timing yet maybe you know it's, it's not the right timing and you'll understand that maybe after you know a couple of years sometimes we understand why something happened for the reason it happened so i think that's something that i've also learned and i know this this episode is kind of going in all different directions because i don't even know if i have 20 i think i have more than 20 because to be honest i want to do like a sort of like, you know turning 20 um 20 things i've learned since i'm tw- um, you know i'm turning 20 years old um but I think I'm gonna have more than 20. But you know, we're gonna say, you know, 20 life lessons in my 20 years of being on this earth, what I've learned. But now I notice in my notes that I have I think more than 20. So definitely learned a lot of things. But even the things that I'm mentioning now, kind of on top of my head, things I've learned. Um, you know, once again in my 20 years of being here on this earth, what I've learned. And obviously there's a lot of, you know, more learning. We're always learning, so obviously there will be more life lessons next year and the year after and, you know, for the rest of my life for sure. So it's not just something that, you know, you kind of do one time. Okay, these are the lessons I've learned and that's it, that's all. You know, you keep learning every day and even in like 40 years, 50 years, I'm still going to be learning. So I feel like it's important to not put too much pressure on ourselves to know everything and to know everything ahead of time um because it just it doesn't work like that basically okay so the next thing i've learned is to take one day at a time don't try to once again you know over plan for the next day talk about tomorrow talk about next week talk about no today sunday today well for me it's sunday so today is sunday that's it that's all you know present moment tomorrow it's, it's another day after tomorrow it's another day another week and i can't over plan because that's not how life works you'll have a plan eh, sometimes it won't work you know what i mean sometimes it will sometimes it won't sometimes there'll be something totally you know unexpected you know like that can happen you never know um that's also the thing you never know that's what i tell myself you really never know what can happen um, so really just take one day at a time, live in the present moment, be in the present moment. Today's Sunday, today's Monday, be in that moment. Don't think about tomorrow after tomorrow. Tomorrow's tomorrow, today's today. That's it, that's all. Because that's also something that I find for me was very difficult. Because I always, you know, tell myself, you know, leave work at work. 
um, or school, you know, at school, whatever. And, you know, kind of, for me, I find it quite hard sometimes to, I think for a lot of people as well, to separate, uh, to kind of put a barrier between my personal life and my professional life. And I think sometimes we bring our professional life at home and then we bring, you know, the opposite. So I think we should really leave our problems at work and our problems at home uh, separate. That's what I'm still trying to uh, learn and to actually figure out is how to leave, you know, my problems at work and how to leave work at work and how to leave you know, home at home. Because those two things are just, should be, you know, kind of like a barrier, should be two different things. And I think for me, uh, I always been like a very um, earthy, not earthy, I would say, no, that's not the word, a very like balanced person. But I would say recently I've, it's quite hard for me to put a barrier between my professional life and my personal life because when I'm, you know, when I'm at home, I always think about work and when I'm at work, I don't really think about my home, but I would say for sure it's, it's hard to be in the present moment. So that's something that I've learned, leave your problems where they're supposed to be. So leave them at work, leave them at home. Don't mix the two because it's important that you have to be a different version of yourself at work and at home. It's very important. Obviously, I'm not saying you shouldn't talk about work at all or you shouldn't talk about your personal life at all. But don't say too much either. Don't share too much, but don't share too little. Talk a little bit about work, but don't talk only about that. And don't talk um, you know, only, only about that and all the time talk about that. You can talk about it, but then move on. You're at home. You're not at work, so you don't have to talk about that. Even when it comes to you know school, I know when we have you know, homework or like school things or work um, that we have to do, like for work or even for school, it's hard to leave school at school and work at work, especially if you bring you no know, work at home to do for you know for school or for work. It can be very difficult to have that barrier between you know your two you know your two lives. But I think for me, I always told myself it's very important to have a personal life, a professional life, a social life, hobbies, and, you know, kind of separate your life into little, you know, little rounds, like little different, uh, different sections. But obviously, you know, work, school, uh, personal life, professional life comes with, you know, when you have a personal life, you're able to disconnect, you're able to relax and to really take care of that. When you also have a professional life, the professional life comes with the socializing and comes with all of that. So I find that sometimes um, the social life will come from your professional and personal life. Because, you know, I find like I when when I started um, this course that I was taking uh, this year, actually, actually, no, last year, last year, um, when I took it, that came with a social life, you know, that came with. The, the social aspect that came with you know discovering myself in new hobbies so i find that's important to have um a professional life and a per and uh just something that that you can include the socialize because obviously work in school is very difficult it's tiring whatever but it also comes with a social life so it also comes with that social aspect have a social life it's very important to talk to people that are not in your circle um 
yeah not in your circle of you know your family uh or your i mean your very close friends could be your family some people don't have families or even the best families so definitely if your friends are like your families i would say just talk to someone that is not in your circle um talk to more strangers you know don't always only talk to people in your i mean of course you can talk to people in your circle but it's also important to have you know family friends you know people that that are not in your circle um that's also what i've learned that it's important to listen to other opinions meet different kind of people work with different kind of people uh, that don't have the same opinions as the one in your family or the one in your like entourage that is very close to you um so it's important to really be exposed to different ways of thinking to different ways of speaking different ways of working it's very important to work with uh you know b words and also nicer people harsher stricter people it's really important to work with different kind of people hyper calm you know any personality it's important to be exposed to those kind of people very important i'm going to take a little drinking break and then i'll be back um in just a minute actually it won't take too long So I'm back. I'm back uh, from that little break. So yeah. So what I'm what I just mentioned is just very important to be exposed to different kind of people, environments, just for our own personal growth and just for our mental health in general. I find that sometimes when we're not exposed enough, we tend to be very ignorant and also we tend to just not grow. So I think it's very important to obviously be exposed. Two different kind of environments people and you know you guys get it but for me personally when it came to the social for me why it's so important and for a lot of people i think for everyone having a social life and being social and discovering new kind of people and meeting sorry meeting new people is very important for me personally since i spoke about this before on the naomi show because of you know my dyspraxia my learning abilities meaning that i didn't have a normal path while well, normal you know I'm putting that in quotes because I would say a regular path where you're like, you know, um the regular school system doing everything just in a straight line. For me as you all know, it was a huge struggle um dealing with my dyspraxia, especially as you grow older, you start to understand that you're never going to be uh normal, that you're never going to have a normal brain, a normal way of thinking. So sometimes it's hard for me to accept it. Um I would say recently kind of being exposed to I would say the adult world discovering that everyone has problems and everyone has things that they're ashamed of or that nobody's really like nobody's really normal at the end of the day um and it doesn't exist normal so for me when it came to the um I would say social aspect of things uh I never had I'm not going to lie you know I never had 
you know, I, I was always ashamed of saying those things because I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I sound like a loser. I sound like a loner, whatever it is. I never had um, any friends. I never had any social circle or social life, to be honest. And I think that was very hard for me to admit, I guess, not to admit, but I guess to come to terms with, to tell myself that you don't have the social circle or friends or whatever it is because you didn't go through that same you know that straight line of doing everything like everyone else or like most people because i know that everyone has a different uh path but definitely you know the the regular the, the standard path that everybody goes through the straight line i like to call it i like to call it the straight line you guys know what i mean but for me it was really just hard to understand like oh you don't have friends or social a social life because you didn't go through through the the straight line the regular path so that means that you didn't you were not able to meet people because when we're younger our social life usually starts you know when we're much younger it starts at daycare and then it goes to you know it goes to um kindergarten and then high school and then elementary school you know it really goes your social life starts when you're young at school when you get older it moves on to work and then when it comes to work okay you know so I find that sometimes when you're part of, you know, a school, when you're part of a job, like I just mentioned, your social life comes with those things. But when at a very young age, you are exposed, um, you have to change, as I mentioned before, as I told you guys before, my, my whole path with school, all of that. Uh, here on the Naomi Show, I talk about it a lot. Um... You know, when it, when you change constantly, you go from school to school, you are not able to have a social life. You're not able to make, uh, you know, friends or to join clubs or this or that because you are so worried about, you're so um, consumed, that's the word, consumed with uh, your difficulties, with your challenges. For me, it was just really, I was so con- consumed with my uh, my diagnosis with my dyspraxia with my difficulties that it was so exhausting when you're going when you're so young so naive you don't understand anything about you know what's going on in your life you're very immature you're it's exhausting to not understand and go through like all the little you know the the different schools and the different paths and the different um like every year kind of changing schools i mentioned this before on here um that it was really really tough because you kind of go through all of this and then you're like oh no wonder you can't make friends and no wonder you don't have a social life because you don't have really a school and i think that when you're very young and you don't understand that you tell yourself oh like people just think i'm a loner or a loser or this or that and it's like i'm i was so ashamed of telling people yeah well actually i don't have a friend group and i don't have friends i don't have a social life because i never had a social place to start with i never had the school or you know just a very like steady um like place like a very steady ground to start with and i think that when you're going from school to school constantly every year you're not able to actually stay in one place and grow from that place and be really like you know steady um and i find that obviously even for people who don't have you know who go through the regular path yeah sometimes you won't always have friends you know it doesn't mean anything 
But for me personally, I really had to come in terms with, you know, be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. You don't you don't have, you know, a social life because you never had a regular path. You were never able to really grow because, you know what I mean? So I feel like sometimes <clears throat> it, it can still be hard to talk about because even now as I'm turning 20, I, I had to learn, I think, to, I would say, rediscover who I am. sorry guys (laughs) i'm getting emotional um so i think it it would mostly be like rediscovering what people took away from me because i think that when you're so young and you go through like a trauma and you go through anyways i'm gonna take a little bit of a break guys because i'm getting a little bit too emotional and I thought that with the years I would be able to talk about this without being so emotional. Whew. Oh my. Okay. Because what I'm saying is not even like that sad. That's why I'm just like, it's just honesty. It's not really anything. Because I already came to term with everything. But anyways, I would say like definitely it's it's so hard that... To understand all of that and to come to terms with with all of this um <clears throat> especially when you're young like i feel like when you're young it's hard because you're trying just to be like everyone else and you're trying to do what everyone else does and you're also just trying to discover who you are so i think for me definitely this year was the hardest year i would say definitely that actually not the hardest year every year is hard everything is hard to be honest so it's not like a big like such a a big issue but i would say it was definitely hard like what i've noticed is that definitely um these past couple of years i had to actually learn how to grow again i had to learn who i was who i was truly you know i would say who i was truly but also i think that when you go through like at a very young age you go through such a huge change and a huge i would say trauma and you're very traumatized i know i'm being dramatic but when you you know are traumatized at a very young age i find that sometimes you have to grow and you have to when as you grow up you kind of just um tell yourself wait who am i truly like who am i truly like even before you know who am i who was i before diagnosis before the trauma before the traumatizing before the feeling uh the self-worth like that i was feeling so worthless like who i was who was i before all that you know sometimes it's hard for me to admit that that maybe i kind of lost myself and i know it's a little dramatic like it's a little drama you know like i lost myself you know but it's it's honestly the truth and i think that I had to I have to stop getting emotional <laughs> it's annoying uh, I have to basically I kind of came into terms with the fact that I needed that I need to rebuild myself and, and find who who am I truly because I feel that sometimes we tend to forget who we were before something traumatic happens because for a lot of people that could be you know 
school that can be you know their home life that could be um you know when it comes to like sexual assault sexual abuse at a very young age that is kind of like the trauma that starts at a very young age and then after you kind of have to rediscover who you were before that thing happens and yeah so definitely that's something that's very hard for me to talk about even to this day i still get a little bit emotional when i can talk about that because i think coming to terms with that is really tough it's really tough but um it's necessary to be honest with ourselves and to come into terms with things that are difficult because once we accept not accept but acknowledge that yes you know i was traumatized at a very young age who we're able to move forward but even when i still talk about it it's a little it's a little hard I'm not gonna lie it's a little hard okay moving on (laughs) i think i'm gonna move on because um so yeah definitely this year learning to rebuild myself was rebuilt myself was definitely something that i was that i was forced to do that i had to do because i was like you were you know you have to acknowledge the fact that you were traumatized at a very young age and you have to acknowledge that because i think even now i tell myself wow like like when i because you know now my job i work with children so now i can really see like where the trauma starts and like how pure they are wow okay sorry guys it's just i need to talk about this you know i really need to talk about the subjects it's so difficult and i really need to talk about it but definitely now that i work in a daycare and i can see that i work with children that are so young and so pure i finally understand like i can finally see where you know the trauma and where everything starts it like really starts it's at such a young age it starts it's like so sad maybe not but like it's kind of sad because like I, I just have i work with so many children that are that have so many problems but also so many things that um that people tell them and like they're defined by that thing so i feel like it's just so hard to see that because i i was like first um for me personally i was first diagnosed or not diagnosed but i was first i would say like my first trauma kind of started at at that age at like a daycare age so that's why it's really difficult for me right now to work with them because i'm like i used to be that baby you know i used to be that child and it's really hard (laughs) it's hard definitely so it's definitely that because i remember the first like the first trauma kind of started when i was five so it's definitely that like it really started very young so that's why it's, it was kind of sad for me because i'm like wow like it starts that young it starts with really what like people tell you and what you're defined as and you know some a lot of people will define a child as like a problem 
a child that's like a problematic child and all of that. So I feel like sometimes when I hear the things that are being said to the children, I hear the things that, you know, exactly that, that are being said and what they're defined as, what the children are defined as, it kind of makes me really emotional but also i tend to understand oh like this is where it starts and this is where it comes from like your childhood it starts really when you're like you know a child when you're still so pure so many evil people tend to come and take that away from you take like all the pureness and who you really are tend to take all of that from you like all your magic from you so i find that sometimes when i hear like things that are being said to the children such as like you know, talk about powers, talk about being slower than, like, being slower than the other children, or being overweight, and this and that, when I hear a lot of, like, you know, weight comments, and other comments like that, being told to children, I was like, wow, like, this is really where it starts, like, you really hear those things at such a young age, like, it's, it's crazy, and I know, like, it's nothing new, like, we all know, you know, childhood traumas, it's in the childhood, that's where it starts, at home or even at school when you're a child when you're a baby like that's where it all starts so definitely for me that was kind of like very eye-opening um i mean i always knew that it you know it was a childhood that's why it's called childhood because it starts when you're a child but i think definitely like wow like definitely i didn't i never i was never exposed to that for sure i was never exposed to seeing really like where it starts um so yeah definitely that was it was it was really tough like it was it's tough seeing that but it's important to also see it because i'm also trying to be that person at work that doesn't traumatize the the kids i'm really trying to be that person that doesn't continue the cycle of trauma continue the cycle continue the cycle basically i I try to tell myself oh this this child is always seen as like slower than others or this or that and i try not to be that person that's gonna go along with the cycle and repeat oh you're slow or you're fat or you eat too much i think those little comments when you hear them at such a young age it's such like the trauma really starts at that age definitely it does but i really just try not to be that person that will like continue on the cycle and continue on the trauma of repeating the same thing that they heard that the child heard over and over again because for me it was really just you know i told you guys dyspraxia uh my writing all of that my handwriting people on and on would repeat the same things and it was like this ongoing cycle and if it's just someone would have you know broken it and been like look it doesn't matter look like you'll be fine it doesn't, you know, people will constantly tell you, oh, well, you know, your child can, you know, is not, is different, so automatically they're not going to succeed in life, and I feel like that's automatically what we tell people, and I feel that we just need that one person to end the cycle once and for all and tell them, look, you will succeed, you will succeed, it doesn't mean that you have this handwriting or this or that, that you will not succeed, and I think that sometimes we tend to just tell the child or tell the parents children because the parents obviously are very involved you know in their child's life especially at that age we tend to even traumatize the parents you know we traumatize the children but we also traumatize the parents um as well and i find that was something very important for me to acknowledge talk about today in this episode 
because it's just honesty like really just a lot of honesty um in today's episode i mean always but even more today so i feel like definitely traumatizing the parents and the children obviously is horrible like it's it's the worst thing you can do and like someone told me that you know humiliating someone is is like worst it is like killing someone i think like definitely that's true because i was so humiliated like like everyone else you know everyone has those moments but because you know of my trauma whatever it is you guys know the whole story i was humiliated like more than you know more than i can even count so definitely it was i was killed like 400 times <laughs> no i'm joking god forbid i'm joking but definitely it's it's it hurts definitely like it's it's like a you know a stabbing to the body every time and we all know humiliation is the worst thing you can ever do to someone so definitely you know we move on from that but it's definitely the worst thing you can do is humiliate someone it's not necessary to humiliate someone it really isn't um it really isn't like it won't do anything good for the person they won't learn from it they won't become tougher they won't they'll just be traumatized that's all they really won't learn from that so if that's the method you're going for don't don't you know some people are like oh well you know if i humiliate this person though they won't make the same mistake again or you know they'll get it right look at the answer right no no they won't they won't even raise their hand anymore they won't even speak anymore they'll be afraid they'll be traumatized we don't want that so definitely that's something i want to acknowledge today that if someone just can come be that person to break that cycle of humiliation to break that cycle of repeating and over and over again things that aren't true or kind of repeating over and over again the same thing you know telling that that child oh you know you're a problem child you're a problematic child oh you're crazy oh you're fat like this this child heard it before like trust me this you're not the first one telling them what they already know you know what i mean and like even as children you're not kind of aware you aren't aware of those things until someone points it out so i find that sometimes you aren't aware of your weight or the way you look until someone makes a comment about it so please be that person that breaks the cycle and doesn't you know follow it follow the cycle of humiliating someone of repeating the same damn things about someone's appearance or someone's handwriting or someone the way they're improving the way they're they're involving in life please don't be that person like definitely it's something that i feel a lot of people have a hard time with is to not comment on other people's bodies other people's uh, handwritings like just those things the person knows trust me you're not the first one to mention those things so definitely for me i really try um, when i work with the children to not mention um the same things that they heard before i don't make comments on weight i don't make comments on body don't make comments on how slow they are i don't make comments on anything um nothing nothing because we don't need that extra person to add on to what they already heard like a thousand times so definitely don't be that person please don't be that person Okay, so moving on to another note. I know this episode is getting way too long, so I might make a part two. Uh, but I just, you know, I love talking. So it's that's why it's so long. I'm sorry. Definitely. I apologize for that. Uh, but, you know, 
we kind of know how it goes. On the Naomi show, we'd like to talk. It takes a long time. We know how it goes. But, um, yeah, so the next um, thing that I've learned, we're going to move on to another topic because I was getting really emotional there. Because it's something that's still, um, you know, I'm still young. I'm going to be 20, so definitely it's still something that um, I've learned so much about. And I'm, I'm trying to just acknowledge those kind of things and kind of, re- as I mentioned before, rebuilt, rebuilt myself. Because sometimes we forget who we were before all of this happened. So I think it's important to kind of rebuild yourself. And yeah, definitely it's very important. Especially when you go through any types of trauma, any types of anything, just rebuilding yourself is necessary. Even if you didn't go through trauma, sometimes you just want to rebuild yourself. I mean, I feel like also another thing that I've learned is that everyone goes through hard times. Everyone goes everyone went through a trauma um or everyone went through like a traumatizing moment in their life so like honestly you're not the only one like even you know if i've i have to acknowledge i had to learn that even if i didn't go through you know the regular path once then i'm going to mention that again it doesn't mean that people had it easier like nobody has it easier than you everyone just has it hard you know everyone has it hard like nobody has it easier than anyone we all like we're all on this earth together we all have to go through hard times so because that's just part of life because because you know life is a b word life is a b word and uh it's, it's just like that basically anyways i'm gonna move on to the next one so the next thing i've learned is you won't be the same person in a year in a month in a week you won't be the same person you're always evolving which are also always you're always growing as i mentioned before but also um you won't be the same version of yourself is what i mean like you won't be the same version of yourself or maybe you just won't be the exact like the same person as you are today with the same beliefs and the same mentality i don't mean only physically i mean also you know mentally your mindset your beliefs um everything often everything is so different um so yeah definitely you won't you won't be the same person uh, next one is next thing I've I've learned is in every situation you're forced to be a different version of yourself. So in every situation of your life you're forced to be a different version of yourself uh, because every because life likes to challenge you. You know, like the universe likes to challenge us and make us go through hard times, and they also like to put us in you know out of our comfort zone in situations where we have to be we have to learn how to be um someone else or just a different version of ourselves so definitely in every situation you're gonna have to face you're gonna have to be a different version of yourself no matter what that is for you you will have to be there's no choice you can't escape it the next thing i've learned is that easy the word easy has a cost everything that's easy has a cost i read this and i mentioned this before when you want things to be easier they're actually harder because easy is not the way to go you don't want life to be easy you want life to be full of memories you want life to be just as it is life is not perfect you are not perfect and stop wanting everything to be easy nothing will ever be easy just a reminder so easy has a cost anyways it's getting way too long this episode of today so i'm going to make a part two Um, of more things I've learned 
in my 20 years of living. So thank you so much for listening. Love you all and I'll see you all in the part two.